You are now tuned into the Santi Show, my senior project. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Santi Show. Um, this is episode two of the podcast, and today I am here with one of my good friends. This is Courtney. We've been friends since sophomore year, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I've known you forever. And um, I guess I'll just jump right straight into it. Um, how are you today? I'm pretty solid. I mean, the senior project thing is just just rough, not going to lie. It's, I feel <laughs> doing you. paper making. I was like, this is going to be so easy. And that's, uh, you know, famous last words. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how is it like, what is that? Was that your like initial idea before COVID happened? Or was it like... Um, yeah, that was my original idea. And I basically just pared down the amount of sheets, like amounts of types of sheets, sheets I was going to make. Yeah. And it's still a lot of work, but, you know, it's fun. It's something to do. What you're like most looking forward to while doing, while doing that? Um, I just, it's just nice to have the ability to do something physical and creative yeah. for two weeks rather than staring at a computer for much longer. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And like, speaking of just like that, like, how are you dealing with, I mean, COVID-19 right now affecting our senior year? Yeah, um, I'd say uh, not well, but like, it's kind of, it kind of is what it is. And that's kind of what you have to do. My sister and her boyfriend are living with us for a little bit. And that was very interesting to have five people rather than three people. Oh, yeah. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it's. It is what it is, but I feel like you can make the most out of it. Right, Asante? Yeah. yeah, same here. It's been, I mean, I'm not working right now, um, which is all right. I mean, it, it's the need to watch people do questionable things in security cameras. Well, I mean, like, I don't have to do that anymore. But, like, I also just miss, like, I miss going outside and being social. I consider myself, like, a little bit of, like, an extroverted person. So, like, it's hard for me to know stay inside but at the same time I'm also loving life inside um I've been able to do a lot of things that I, I haven't really thought about some like touch-up things like, you know I'm my room around I like cleaned up like I cleaned up like a lot I do hate washing the dishes and like actually doing chores now because like um you know it's it's annoying like the most I've done because you know me I don't know how to cook um the most I've done is make ramen um it's is beautiful. That's beautiful. DoorDash has become my best friend. Um, I order way too much food from there, and it's 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 it's, it's, it's bad to say the least. But like you know, so like you're dealing well with like family and everything. Nothing like too weird out of the ordinary. Is like everybody working like per se? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we have it much better than like the vast majority of people that are having to deal with lost jobs and sick family members like yeah and in that context we're doing we're thriving you know so like I don't know it's just I eventually I, w- I had to stop uh reading the news and listening to all these news podcasts because that was just making me incredibly depressed so you know, that's where we are <laughs> Twitter's become my best friend like I've been looking um Twitter things and so I mean have you heard like these theories like I'm not saying they're like interesting but it's just like my dad my dad literally like genuinely believes in some of the like china conspiracy theory. it's very disturbing it's 
It's like you gotta chill, man. It is no. disturbing, but also like it's, it's not gonna lie, it's like entices me. Like, oh, this is like a robotic thing that happened that just like malfunctioned. And I think with I mean social media does not help at all. <laughs> the amount of memes I've seen, like I remember coming back from Colombia and landing on the plane, and the first thing I saw was World War Three trending everywhere. And I was like, I come back from paradise, right? To go here, and I'm like, oh oh my god like what is like what is this and like I, I'm, I'm seeing each like a uh, month is like a new world like a new level in like a video game and like hard mode or something like that you know, oh dude i saw this thing my friend sent me this i i don't i mean i don't want to read the entire thing but yeah imagine if 10 years did you see this imagine if 10 years ago you're approached by a time traveler and he was like look i don't have much time to explain all i can tell you is that the year 2020 is gonna be a circus you know Donald Trump, the star of The Apprentice? Well, he's going to be the president of the United States at the beginning of 2020. He gets into a Twitter beef with Iran that almost starts World War III. Australia catches on fire, and a woman tries to save it by selling pictures of her boobs. Kobe yeah. Bryant passes away in a helicopter crash. Half the world is devastated. The other half just makes messed up memes. A little time passes, and just when the world starts recovering from the loss of Kobe, some dude in China eats a raw bat. That was actually questionable whether that actually happened. That's a whole nother. And starts a global pandemic that specifically kills mamas and papas. <laughs> Everyone loses their minds. 40% of the population thinks it's the end of the world. Another 40% thinks it's all fake. And 20% blinks the whole thing on cell phone towers and Tom Hanks' kids. The <laughs> one thing everyone seems to agree on is that the only way to survive is by hoarding toilet paper. Oh. Grocery stores are ransacked and Charmin Ultra Soft essentially replaces the dollar as the United States' official currency. Eventually, as hysteria grows, the world governments are forced to shut down the entire planet and lock everyone in their houses. And the only person that can keep the people from completely flipping out and starting a huge riot is a gun-touting, mullet-sporting, homosexual Oklahoma man with a meth addiction and 180 pet tigers. Tiger King. Oh, that is, no, like, when you think about that, if, like, if you told me 10 years ago that that was going to be the future, I'd be like, you're crazy. But all of this sounds normal. Like, think I about it. I forgot about the whole Iran stuff, like, already. Like, I, everything's so normal now, and it's, it's, I don't, I don't really, I don't really like it that much. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not entertained, because I am entertained. <laughs> or, like, TikTok's a It's a great way to look at it. Yeah. But, um, am I nervous? Yes, I think I am. I don't know what the future is going to hold. I mean, we're obviously seniors in college, as uh, seniors going to college, and, I don't know whether I'll be able to go on campus or not. Yeah. DC has sent an email saying like, oh, you guys are probably going to go on campus. But there's always that like fear of what is going to be the new normal. And yeah. I don't know what the new normal is. So how, like, do you remember how we met? How do we meet? I think it was literally, well, okay. We definitely met on like the day I visited. Yes. And then also probably the first day of school we met again whenever yeah i don't remember anything about it though i feel like i block out trauma for my brain i was gonna for i was gonna ask maybe we can but like i know we've become like i mean we like split apart a little bit but like we're still friends we like are in different classes you're like really smart i'm not and like false 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 but continue unable <laughs> to like um you know um well i wanted to ask you about like your experience studying abroad because you did oh, go yeah. to south american 
you went to where where was it again so i won't sound like an idiot so like all on the western coast uh ecuador peru and bolivia or wait awesome. eastern coast or western i'm so stupid but awesome. uh yeah so that was neato yeah um sure i don't know what do you want to say what do you want to i mean talk about? you like like just how like how was it because i mean now we don't know when we'll be able to like study abroad and do stuff again so like that's how that's actually true um that is kind of crazy for me to think that yeah the they say that airline that the era of cheap airline travel might be over post covid <laughs> which mm -hmm. i mean probably good for the planet but not good for you know yeah. cultural exchange mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know it was something really wonderful that um just had the privilege to meet amazing people learn so many things hands-on um yeah, I do a lot of physical activity, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. I don't know. It, there's just a lot of fond memories. It's hard to just like yeah, uh, yeah. have yeah. a nice little elevator speech after 15 weeks of doing mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, but you you went to Peru, right? Yeah, we were in Ecuador, Peru, and Bolivia. You go to Machu Picchu, yeah. you were like that, like those mm -hmm. places. Like how was yeah. that, like going up that so actually in Peru my sister went on this program as well and she knows a man that is sort of like uh, has worked with the school for a long time named Puma uh, he's sort of like a local uh, leader kind of like a shaman guy and um, I got to reconnect with him even though I had met him whenever I was like 13 yeah. when my parents and I had gone to Peru but I met him again at this age and that was just interesting to see how that relationship has changed. Yeah. He's one of the most positive people I've ever met, mm -hmm. uh, all about self-love and um, yeah, and yeah, and it was just wonderful to see him and ha know him on a personal level. Yeah, I love, <laughs> so, like, I think just Latin, I don't speak for the entire Latin American community, but we try to see the positives in a lot of things. And I think that, and like, I just, I, I envy anyone who studied abroad and had a fun time, mostly because my sister did, and she came back yeah. from like just a completely like completely different, and it was so like I just envy people who get that experience, and whether we'll have that experience again, like I don't know, but like did you learn like Spanish and stuff like that? Like, was your Spanish like anyway? I did. I mean, I think it's deteriorated a lot by now, but in my prime, I, I wasn't doing too bad. I'll just say. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's, yeah, I don't know. I love languages. The food was amazing, you know, life was good. Were you majoring in college, by the way? I don't think I've I don't really know yet. Maybe international relations, maybe, uh, like something that I think is really interesting is like post-colonial studies, kind of the way the legacy of colonialism and imperialism has shaped, you know, today's geopolitical space. Um, in the terms of like, I think Latin America is very interesting case study with that. So is uh, Middle East, but yeah, I don't, something along those lines probably. Yeah. I have literally no idea what I'm going to do. Like, right. are you still interested in like broadcasting as so, a- um, PC doesn't really offer, they have like clubs and stuff that offer that. I'm going to go into marketing and minor in music. Um, music is like, why not? I like it. Um, obviously That's that amazing. But marketing. But dude, what have you been listening to lately? What I've been listening to lately? Let me see if I can find my Spotify playlist. I'm breaking the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. I always break the fourth wall. It's fine. Um, I think I've been listening to um, a lot of Spanish music, as of, of course, reggaeton, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> I've been diving back into musicals. 
listening to musicals again. Look at this, theater kid, back at it again. Yeah, I don't hourly listen to musicals. I was just listening to Little Shop yesterday, actually. But, like, in terms of, like, music, definitely, like, lo-fi, hip-hop, that stuff. Like, um, I'm since I have all this free time, I've been able to listen to, like, some artists that I wanted to catch up on. Like, um, Tyler, the creator, I really wanted to see, like, what his music was about because I only listened to Igor, which actually came out, like, what, two years ago? Like, two days? Yeah, two days. Or last year, right? Last year. Yeah, like, that's crazy to think mm-hmm. of. Um, and then, like, one Grammy... Grammys. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, Tyler, Grammy. the creator, special place in my heart. Yeah. And then like on t- a lot of my music has been taken over by TikTok. I don't know if you know <laughs> this. I've been making a that's, lot of TikToks. That's disturbing. Um, not necessarily. I mean, it's definitely a time for me to express myself in a creative way since, you know, I don't mm-hmm. have, I don't have all this stuff to do. Um, again, I, I found like, there's like these African, um, what do you call it? Like this Afrobeat stuff that i've been like dude yes i've been trying to get into afrobeat i I think it's so cool it's amazing yeah like i love it afrobeat dance hall is just Mm -hmm. yeah i want to get it i i want to listen to more of that it's amazing i think another artist you don't really do you know a lot about hip-hop that much or not like a i don't consider myself a connoisseur but i do know a couple people i mean i was listening to the one artist that i really wanted to learn and like listen to his discography was trippy red um he was, he's, I think he's very good. He has a nice voice. Like he, I, the first thing I was introduced to him, he does like a lot of screamo stuff. And he also had a song with six, nine, six, nine. And, um, Oh my God, six, nine. What a calamity. What, okay, a, what, yeah. a, what a man. Um, no, I, I don't agree with most of this stuff that <laughs> does. Um, and also Latin representation. Um, no one said any publicity was good publicity. Maybe not the greatest representation we've ever seen. But, I mean, you know. the way he did, not to get into it too much, but, like, the way he did come back and, like, he was supposed to have 47 year, years in jail, ended up staying, what, two years, and then got out because of COVID. That's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the crowding in prisons is very scary for covid and just showing how, like, the U.S. government doesn't really care about prisoners. It's like, oh, shoot, you're going to die now. Too bad. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about 6 9 being being free because, dude, you can't, you can't do the stuff that he did. And just because you're a rich rapper, I mean, be let into house arrest. Like, that's insane. And, I mean, on the subject of prisons, like, I've been seeing videos of, like, people um, in the prisons um, trying to like standing really close to each other, coughing on each other, trying to get out to pull the same thing that 6ix9ine did, which is leave the prison. And I don't know whether that's true or not, but I think it's like, what do you think just about that? About prisons? About like some people like leaving, like some people like in the prisons actually coughing and like coughing on people, like uh, being very super unsanitary just so they can have a chance. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think that. People wouldn't be so desperate to get out unless there was a reason. Obviously, they have the reason because, like, no one wants to be incarcerated, but they're not, well, they're not really being let go for free. Like, they're still under certain terms. And people, and I, my personal belief is that people, is that uh, governors should be releasing certain, like, people that are awaiting trial and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Because I don't, because the way prisons are crowded and, um, managed 
like that's just a harbinger for disease yeah. like that's and it's incredibly sad because well okay in general i think the like bail system is extremely messed up like yeah. no one should be able to get out of jail because they can pay five thousand yeah, dollars like that is mm, like in general i just disagree with that in the first place did you ever take uh did you ever read just mercy or like read more about brian stevenson no i don't think i did no but in general, there's just a lot of issues with the prison system. And I think, like, obviously, coronavirus has uh, exposed a lot of the injustices yeah. that already exist. But I think that the prison system is just one of those many things. And, like, on that as well, like, the whole trial with Ahmaud Aubrey as well, how that happened. That ridiculous, I feel. That and is incredibly sad. And disappoint not disappointing, because you can't, you can't be like, I'm surprised, but... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing as well. What I find crazy about this is that some people are either like this, like, it's become, it's, it's become normalized now, which I think is ridiculous. It's like, become, well, you know what it's become? It's become legalized. Yes, that's what it is. Lynch people. Like, that's insane to me. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, again, not that surprising, considering the way that uh trump has appointed certain judges and but it's so sad it's it's very sad i find sure. it crazy because i did see a video of like uh, allegedly the video of like homeboy running right and the main reason why those two guys uh the mcmichaels their names escape me their first names mm -hmm. but um their their reasoning was that ahmaud Aubrey was trespassing in a construction site when i saw the video right he walked in into this crazy construction site. Like if I was on a run and I saw the school construction site, I walk in and see how it, how it was. We were able to walk into Woodman and see how it was like being constructed and stuff like that. That's a normal thing to do that. He walked in, looked around for two seconds and then walked out. And that was the justifiable reason for him to get shot. Like that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's what I don't understand about like, I mean, racism, I think. And also this idea of racism, during COVID-19, the discriminations Asian, Asian, yeah. a lot of Latin Americans are not getting the proper care because there's not a lot of people translating for people who speak Spanish, like what to do. A lot of the cases that of COVID-19 are from Latin Americans, but they're trying to like do the best that they can to um, do the best that they can so they can like stay safe, but they don't know how to because there's no support for us. I don't know if that's just injustice or like racism, but like it's not fair. Well, there's already so many injustices in the medical system. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it's, again, it's just kind of, like, whenever you're in crisis, that's when institutions are really, like, the cracks are really revealed, aren't they? Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't, in times of crisis, I think it, um, the people who are already on the bottom get pushed further down, which is not surprising, and it's also, and it's, it's just hard to watch. Yeah. yeah, because like, yeah, people say like, we are the future, we are this, but like, it is so crazy to see like, how the world is changing during this pandemic. We don't know what the new normal is going to be. The new normal may just be us wearing a mask everywhere we go. Um, I, when I went to, I went to the doctors yesterday and like, we had to wear a mask. We did this whole protocol and everything. And like, yeah, I'm following a protocol that I'm doing at my house, but it just doesn't seem real to me. I'm not sure if that's like with you as well, but like, I don't know how to, yeah. feels a little slightly dystopic, not gonna lie, just yeah. walking down the street or, uh, you know, like I kind of, I don't know, do you know where, I, I don't know if you know where I live, but I kind of live in the oh. center of a lot of things. What? 
You live in like near downtown, right? Yeah, like a kind of, I don't know how to describe this, but yeah, it's right, it's right on like RISD's campus essentially and um, right next to the river. But yeah, usually it's completely filled with people, with students and like Saturday night it's bustling and there's shouting and stuff all, all the time. And there's just none of that. And it's just kind of insane. That's crazy. And I, I feel like everything is just quiet now it's eerie like when i was at the doctor's office it was eerie like it was so weird being in there and just mm -hmm. you know like the doctor's like oh sorry we can't shake your hand because you know because of covid19 and like we don't know when the new normal is going to be like what sports games like theater performances like the things that we find as a source of entertainment like how is how are they going to function how's the economy going to go back to normal what is like again it's the same question what is the new normal i don't know what it is and frankly yeah. history i walked by trinity rep today and i saw that they had a poster for sweeney todd which is coming in late august and i was like are we going to be able to are they going to be able to have a, a like a crowd a public theater like that like how it's going to be a year and a half before we can have live theater i don't know yeah, it's, it's uh, the, the fact of the unknown and all this inequality is kind of like crazy. So right? are you ready to vote? Oh yeah, I'm ready to vote. <laughs> Again, I got, I sort of low key got into politics because of uh, media, the media class I was taking. Yes. And, well, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know too much, so I don't want to like step on nails or anything for what I'm saying. But like, again, during this time, like, I mean, I hope the vote, I think voting is going to have to be mail, mail in. Uh, it's yeah the type the voter suppression that's ha that happened right there is is incredibly sad because voter suppression uh disproportionately affects minorities and i i don't know too much but i just hope things go like what i noticed when learning about like i i this was the first year i knew about like the iowa caucus because like i didn't really pay attention to like uh voting and all that stuff when i was younger but like now i was like i realized like how i'm not saying how disorganized is this but like when do you balance tradition versus organization? Because something like the Iowa caucus will not fly with coronavirus, um, like uh, with the coronavirus. Oh, like the way that people are crowded together. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's just, I, I don't, there's this level and this fear of unknown of what's going to happen with the election, with future things of like what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm also enticed. And I think that's uh, mostly everybody's uh, thought. Enticed, what word choice, yeah. Thank you. Um, my diction is superb, not really. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Yeah, we got half an yeah. hour. Done. It's a little dark, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get a little bit of everything on here. So uh, Courtney, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank uh, you, Sophie. Yeah, um, again, thank you, and I'll see you guys next time.